Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Bumblebutt Podcast. Just kidding. Uh, this is The Freak Show. I am your host, uh, AP, Asian Persuasion. And with me as always is my sidekick, Triple B, a.k.a. Tevin Napier. I swear, uh, with this new mic, I'm used to yelling into it. Uh, because of the old one where I literally had to like raise my voice all the time. Yeah, and I'm like so excited and everything else. With us is all, or with us is always, with us for the second time for part two of the Nexium Cult is, of course, Brittany Honaker. What is your uh, nickname again? Uh, bad haircut upcoming. I'm thinking <laughs> of a mullet. Did I tell you that? I'm no, thinking- no. Okay, no. listen. Brittany, I've known you for a while, and you know Life what? Life is short. You've got okay. You, you've got you've gotten a couple haircuts where, where that I've had to get used to. But I'm telling you right now, you get a mullet, and I'll cut your hair myself. Brittany, your pixie was pretty bad because it was way too short. And then you made it better within like a week, like two weeks. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. Your hair actually grows back pretty quick. Yeah. If you get a mullet, you. Will not belong in Northern Kentucky anymore. I we will I've lose <laughs> you to Southern Kentucky. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, because because you won't belong here, and that's not a hipster look either. No, like, it's not. I just no. Life is short. What would I look like with a mullet? I mean, mm. we can we can find out. Well, if we had listeners, well, let's I'd not say find we can Photoshop a mullet on you, but we don't have listeners. I can Photoshop a mullet. Myself. Well, there you go. Fine. Okay, let's yeah. let, let's let's do it like this. Let's say you know what, like once we start getting followers, once we get to hundred, once once we get to hundred followers, we Photoshop a Britney with a mullet. All right, fair enough. And a mustache. Okay. Yep. A thousand followers. I get a mullet. Are you transitioning? No, no, that's not a now? thing. That's Are not canon. Like, she, no. She's she's not actually part of this. She's not canon. No, but I'm side canon, kind of like Torchwood. Whoa. I love Torchwood. That what was a good, good show. What is Torchwood? Did you hear hmm. that they brought it back as an audio drama with oh. both main actors? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Costs money, though. Mm. So, suck it, BBC. Doctor Who, a lot of followers. Kind of like a cult, you know, if you think about it. Nice transition. Uh, so Those Whovians. This week, of course, we're talking about the second part of the Nexium Code. If you haven't listened to the first part, please go back and listen to it. It was absolutely fantastic, and not because of me, but because of my lovely co-host, Tevin Napier, of course. Yeah, sure. I totally make this podcast. You do. I'm everybody's favorite. Uh, can I tell you, it's we because released, I'm black. We released our first black. episode, and you know what I realized? In the first episode, I called you my co-host. And then in the second, third, and now fourth episode, I have called you my sidekick. So you are my Robin to my Batman. You are my okay, okay. Watson I, to I, my Holmes. I just want to make this known. This man does not like DC, okay? He is a Marvel guy all the I way. I like DC too. I should be Batman. You're my co-host. I am not. <laughs> but you I are. am. I No, 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 no. You... You are my Alfred to my Batman. Not even Robin. You're right. You can't pull off a Robin. You're definitely an Alfred. It's because... That is racist. <laughs> Why am I the butler? Okay. It's because I'm black. He's white. I mean, He's still a butler. 
You're my Watson to my home. Look, Joe, there's a my lot. My Cheech to my Chong. Well, no, actually, you're Chong, I'm Cheech. Uh, let's be honest. Never seen it. You're my Harold to my Kumar. Because Kumar's the better one, obviously, even though Harold's the Korean one, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> I had a bunch more uh, before I... Oh, gosh. I, um, I was thinking of them earlier, of, like, what you were to me. Yeah. And and I swear, I had, like, tons of more movie analogy and TV show ones and pop culture, and I can't even think of any anymore. You're... Okay, see... You're like, like Lucius Best from The Incredibles. Lucius. Frozone. Yeah. Okay. Frozone. Look, I got uh, you're 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 my mm. uh you're 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 the mm. CC to my Schmidt. Oh oh, the uh, kid in Indiana Jones, the Asian one, Chop Ching. Not that's a racist, and that is not his name. His name was very racist. I have no idea what you're talking about, but either way, you're my you're my CC. And I'm Schmidt. You're my Allison Mack to my Keith Rainier. Fair enough. You're my Salzman to my Rainier. <laughs> You're the hypnotherapist. I'm just the guy in the background going, let's get it on. <laughs> no, Joe, I will not have sex with you. You're married. Short round. I was going to say, I... It looks I, like I, uh, I have a racist <laughs> memory. So, there's that. <laughs> You know that same dude, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same Asian dude from the Goonies, too. Yes, it is. And in that, do you know what his name is? Data. Yeah. And he is an Asian kid that does nothing, he's very good with electronics and cannot speak English well. Yeah. Do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Fat shaming at its finest. We're five minutes in. Yes. So cults. So cults. Oh, real quick! I have a Bumble Butts podcast uh, update. Mm. Uh, we I started our Instagram, and within five minutes of me liking them, they liked us, and then start and then liked my Bigfoot photo. Nice. Yep. And they were like, "I do believe in Bigfoot because Bigfoot's real." And I'm like, "Bigfoot's." And I really want to like text them now, and or I really want to. What do they call that? DM him. You want to slide into their, their you want to slide into yeah. their DMs. Yeah. yeah, I want to slide into his DMs like real bad and be like, <laughs> "What's up, Joe? How you doing?" The wife bro? just walked in. The wife just walked in. <laughs> She's like, you need to tell me something. The moment I mentioned that, my wife walks in. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Okay, so we had to take a break real fast because we were just dying laughing way too much and got so distracted. Anyways, so this week we're talking about the Nexium Cult Part 2. We're going to talk about the uh, Sarah... Why can I never remember her name? Sarah Edmondson. What? Uh, the Sarah Edmondson uh, story, basically. and the Yeah, I know about that. That's the part I researched. That's literally... That's the only reason why you know anything about DOS. is because of what oh. she said. Everything that you oh, could have written down... Everything that you could have written down, Brittany, mm-hmm. came from her. I guarantee it. Okay. Yep, because she's the only reason why it even got to court. I didn't look into the whistleblower stuff. All right, so, Brittany, why don't you give us a little bit more background on the cult? Well, let me first, real quick, just generic cult stuff. Uh, a lot of the jo- joiners... Hey, don't look... At, I'm getting a weird look from Kim just because I know about cults. Look, I had... No, I was interested in that. The rest I was bored with. Go oh, ahead. Okay. Joiners are usually stressed at their time of life. 
And it's like, answer to all your problems coming through. They look for certain traits like dependent, unassertive, gullible, etc. There's a lot. But some of the interesting locations are like, they'll go to colleges to recruit. Religious self-help, like the Nexium cult. Uh, this here looks like I wrote super, so that's probably something else. That's spiritual places. And unemployment office. Huh? Yeah, they uh, go. Cults often recruit at uh, unemployment offices. Well, I guess if you're desperate, right? Yeah, it's, these are all like locations where it's like the people are desperate at the end of the rope. And it starts like mainstream and low key, like, hey, come to, you know, the community center on Fridays. We try and stop homelessness. Yeah. And it ramps up. And something with uh, Nexium, how they. The self-help was, it's in your mind. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Something popular with cults is your doubts, because you don't really get to talk about the cult with other people. Self-doubts. <clears throat> Nexium also played off that. And, you know, it's your thinking that's wrong. Well, we talked about this last week, I think, the whole idea of, like, you know, he would... Do self-help stuff, but then mix in, like, mob mentality, like mob mentality stuff, brainwashing yeah. techniques to make it so that everyone became one. Mm-hmm. And the goal was to make them feel like they were a part of something. Yeah. To make them not feel alone anymore. And I remember last week we did talk about how he would use their goals and ambitions to his benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so he would give them what they wanted, but he would make sure that he got what he wanted out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, Sarah Edmondson is a Canadian actress. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, she played in nothing. Like it. It's just not a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she did. Um, she performed on like Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes, um, a TV show called Student Bodies, Big Wolf on Campus, uh, Stargate SG One. Like, little small parts like those. Yeah. Uh, and then um, she's done some voice work for uh, Clash class of the Titans. Clash of the that. Titans. Nope. Class. Okay. Yep. Transformers, Cybertron, Max Steel, My Little Pony. Ooh, Friendship is Magic? Yeah. She is Wendy Whistles. Oh, okay. Did you say, uh, what about Max? What was that Max one? I'm sorry. Max Steel. Was it was a, it's a robot movie. It was a movie, but it was originally a cartoon yeah, or okay. TV show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, Max Steel. I was like, I know that. Did uh, kind of. Allison Mack recruit her? <clears throat> what? Did Allison no. Mack? No. no. Hmm. Um, she, we she talked was, about she, this last yeah, week. She was, was recruited a, by one, she was recruited by one of her best friends. Well, for DOS or for the... For Nexium. Nexium. Nexium was on a cruise ship. Yeah, we talked about that last week. So it was on a cruise ship, um, uh, and she ended up joining and then became a recruiter and recruited tons of people. And so, like, she believed in what they were teaching, and she believed that she could help others. And so she, like, was really good at teaching as well. That, like, Nexium, like, lifestyle and what exactly they taught, like, the self-help stuff, she was really good at that. Yeah. And then um, one of her best friends, who was the daughter of one of the founders, Salzman, uh, oh, yeah. 
was Lauren Salzman actually is the one that recruited her um, for DOS. Um, which, did you figure out what DOS stood for? I did not look into DOS at all. I got really involved in Claire Bronfen, the funder. <clears throat> okay. Well, why don't you talk about that then? Okay. So, something that happened Wednesday, like this Wednesday, March 27th, was that during a court thing, she collapsed in, like, the uh, trial and had to be taken off stage when, basically, the dude she's having representing her seems really skeevy. Now, this is the funding. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this is the funding lady from the liquor fortune. Seagram's Liquor Company. Yeah, Seagram's um, Liquor Company. Yeah. Yeah, she lent two mil at a 2.5% interest rate. Nobody cares about these stats. Sorry. Well, do you know what's crazy, though? Mm. Um, The money that they were using to fund their... uh, Cult. No, to Mm. fund the... um, Their... uh, Their legal team was uh, from a trust that most of the money came from her. Well, guess what? End of January, their funding was down to 25% in legal fees. Wow. So there's no way... That those lawyers are going to last. Right. Now, I will say when listening to the podcast, I believe the lawyer for Rainier actually said that he would do it pro bono. Remember that? Uh, The interview with the lawyer. That that he he said that if he wasn't getting paid, he would be doing it pro bono and he would get fired. So he's not doing it for free. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Um... So, what else do you got about her? Anything? There was that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. She was like an equitarian. Equi- she she rode horses and did that well. From when she was 17 to 27. And was, what's interesting is she credits uh, Nancy and Keith, the prefect in Vanguard, as like being big inspiration. So, it sounds like they kind of recruited her in her early years during the stressful time. Yeah. In order to get that funding for the cult. Wow. Yeah. Well, and that's like, um, he he did the stock market and stuff all the time, and he lost a ton of their yeah. money, mm-hmm. and then basically blamed it on their father and said that he manipulated the market, uh, and basically he's the reason why they lost their money. And his girlfriend at the time uh, ended up having to like put up for the money because it was in her bank account. Or the name, the bank account was in her name. Remember that? Yeah, she he uh, she was the first one that he got uh, playing the markets, and then he moved on after she quit giving him money. Yeah, and then like they actually stayed together after he <laughs> lost a bunch of money f- f- for her and yeah. all this stuff. Like she said that she was just putty in his hands. Yeah, dude's not that good looking. I don't get it. Yeah, no idea. Charismatic men can get women. He- I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Some people are into the unattractive type, you know. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like his wife. Uh, Listen, listen. Or like yours. Good job. High five. I was actually going to make the joke about myself, and you beat me to it for Tevin. (laughs) So I'm glad you did. Like, I was going to be like, yeah, uh, even I, you know. Even Kim. Even I could get married. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Not even Kim, because that implies that she's ugly. No, No, even Kim, like, unattractive men. (laughs) She's going to listen to this later and be like... I hate you, Brittany. Oh, I'm... Don't listen to him, listeners. I am beloved by Kim. Very true. 
I'm below. I'll tell you what. We're going to have to do like a Between the Bumbles where we kind of like talk about ourselves so that people are like, oh, hey, look. And do you know what it'll be? AP Triple B Take on the World, which was our other podcast that failed. Yeah. That we lost interest in. Pretty so. successful. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty successful. Yep, yep. Pretty successful. Yeah, that's yeah. what they call it. Sure. Okay. So, DOS, which I could not find the name of what it stood for, just like Nexium. I thought it was maybe like the, what did I say last week? Daughter, uh, daughters of... Daughters of um, something. I don't know. Oh, Daughters of the Sisterhood or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, something like that. Uh, dominating of Slaves. That'd be a good one. You know. Domineer of Slaves. Domineer of Slaves. Okay, so anyways. So, um, so Sarah claims that uh, basically she ran out of people to recruit yeah. for Nexium. So after she ran out of people to recruit for Nexium, she was aggravated and basically going broke because that's how it works. The only way that she was making money was by recruiting for Nexium. So Lauren tells her about how she could join this secret order of women that are from Nexium, but that they're separate. And that she would basically recruit for them from DOS. So she's just moving up into the next tier of recruiting, yeah. which I'm having a strange deja vu. So I think I talked about this a little bit last week. Then, uh, so in January of, I believe, 2017, I am going to make sure that I am right. Yep, okay, so January 2017, she joins DOS. By March, she is in, uh, she is invited to do the ceremony where she thinks she's getting a tattoo and ends up getting a brand, which was an Allison Mack's house. And the brand was of Allison Mack and Keith Rainier's initials. Which I think it's a pretty cool brand. I'm just it saying. is a cool design. I yeah. will say that. Yeah, I think very interesting design. Are on drugs like that is terrible. It's absolutely horrendous. Like it's not even well done. Like it was done. It might as well have been done with a hot poker. To be fair, it was done with a cauterizing pen, so it was free-handed. So it's not like it was a brand. Like it's not like they made like a metal cast. Whoa, no, but they did have. Well, no, I take that back. They had a um, a mold because that's what she traced it. Remember? Yeah. yeah. No, never mind. They traced the mold. It was for it. Horrendous. Okay. This is but, not a cool design. So I'm not one for victim you shaming. Both are. We're gonna move on. Awful I'm not people. I I am not for victim shaming, but but we have to talk about Sarah because it I we gotta know. Okay. So here's the timeline, right? Okay, so January, she joins DOS. Yeah. March, she gets the tattoo, you know, the brand. Yeah. May, uh, she begins to question her participation in Rainier's world. Mm -hmm. That's two months, or let's say a month. That's 31 days after getting the brand that she finally decides that maybe this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. During that time, 
She was recruiting people, even after the branding. She was recruiting people to join. Yes. That is something that she states. Then, Sarah Edmondson's husband uh, confronts Salzman uh, in public in June. Mm -hmm. June 5th, or a few days before June 5th. So let's say June 1st. So beginning of June, um, he confronts her. And then... Uh, the report on the podcast and everything um, breaks on blackmail slavery and genital branding. Yeah. On June 5th, 2017. Okay, so here's my thing. The only reason why she decided that Nexium was not for her was because she realized that Keith Rainier was, in fact, you know, basically using. Nexium and DOS as his personal like sex pool. Yeah. Like he was just using it as like a way to be able to get women. Yes. But there was a hundred people in DOS, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what they state. Now there's a hundred people in DOS. No one else has came forward. Now that's probably because they blackmailed them. Yeah. They had everyone take time. naked pictures. They had them lie about like stuff and had them like record it. Like, they had Sarah lie about her husband beating her, uh, made, like, these horrible accusations about her family, all this stuff. Collateral, their cars and homes. Yep, yep. Which she didn't do. She was about to, but they let her go ahead and go through the ceremony anyways. Yeah. But so, my thing is, you know, she was going to let these people get branded and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. In her statement, she says that the branding is what kind of pushed her over the edge. Yeah. But obviously not because, like, it might have started it. Yeah. But, like, she was, to me, it seems like she was fine. She didn't like the branding, but she was perfectly okay with other people getting branded in until she figured out the whole sex thing and then was like, oh, got to tell these people before they get branded. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, but she, yeah, I was going to say she also went back and said that, you know, she tried to, that she called people and told them not to get the brand once, once that, once her and her child, once her and her child were safe. You know what I mean? Like, like you also have to remember, like she had a kid to think about. Right. Like, so like, right. it's like, I feel, I feel like it would have been one thing. Like if, like if, if she didn't have a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you get hurt, it's fine. But like, what, like if you have a kid or someone that you're looking out after, like you kind of have to think about them too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say too, it is important to note that, um, like, and, and uncover the podcast and everything mm-hmm. and, and on like the A&E when she was like on like cold stuff too, she doesn't claim to, like, be a perfect victim or something. Like, she straight up says, I am a victim, and I am also part of the problem. Like, but, like, some people started asking, like, do you think that you need to give that, like, give up that money? Like, do you think you earned that money? The thing is, like, she earned the money. (laughs) You know, it just, what happened to get that, like, she didn't do anything wrong to get the money. Mm Mm-hmm. It was the other people that really perpetrated it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're the ones that... They used people, you know? Yeah. And she was brainwashed. But I remember, and I think we said it on the podcast last week, these charges 
are not going to stick. I mean, the embezzlement, maybe. But I don't even know what the embezzlement is for. I, I keep looking into it, and I cannot figure out where they're getting the he embezzled money. Yeah. Because to me, it looks like he lost a lot of it. It doesn't look like embezzlement. Oh, my. Uh, it turns out they were uh, tracking, like, cult. Uh, people speaking out about the cult. And uh, tracking their emails. And as well, like, using Keith's, like, old lover after she died. Like, using her credit card. Oh, okay. Wow. Yep. All right. That'll do it. Yeah. So embezzlement. I just don't see him going to jail for the crimes as far as the um, the branding and everything. He has absolutely no connection to that. Yeah. There's no ties. There's no ties. Well, no. They have recordings though of Lauren saying that he knew about the branding and and that he knew about DOS. Mm Mm-hmm. So that right there, I mean, says something. But even if he did, like, it's just the simple fact that, like, fraternities and football players and stuff like that get branded all the time and no one says yeah. anything. It's like hazing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which, it, hazing is out there. And they're adults but... and they chose, they choose to brand themselves. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And even the collateral is legal. Because they offered the collateral. See, they were manipulated into it, but it's not... And they claimed that they deleted the blackmail. Like, like it wasn't blackmail as long as... It wasn't, it's not blackmail because they didn't use the word blackmail. No, 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 no. It's, it's not... It's implied when you're there. Well, no. But the thing is this. They didn't... When she said she wanted to leave... When she called Lauren and said, I want to leave. Yeah. Lauren says, okay. And she said, I want you to delete my collateral. She says, done. Who else has seen it? Nobody. You know what I mean? Like, not saying that she's telling the truth, but just saying, by word of mouth and everything else, she never threatened her about leaving. Yeah. And, I mean... I'll be honest, just to see, there is there is no Sarah Edmondson, like, nudity out there. Yeah. Like, I looked it up to see if, if anything had been leaked, you know what I mean? Yeah. From, from anything like that. No collateral has been released. So, obviously, like, which they're smart, because here's the thing, they never planned on releasing it because they knew that that would definitely push them over oh, the edge yeah. to go to prison. They use it as a way to say, what if we did release it, is what they do. I'll, um, I'll be honest. I think they took the pictures and deleted them the moment they got them. Hmm. I do. I don't think they ever had the photos. All right. Maybe even took a, Maybe even took it with a camera with no digital memory card in it. I think they chose not to have those. Now, the recordings of That's the family, smart. stuff like that, yeah. maybe. But that's a completely different kind of collateral. You could get away with that. Because the thing is, you hear Sarah Edmondson say, they had us pretend that we weren't being recorded. And they actually say, like, she is recorded saying, like, yeah, I just can't believe that my mom did this or that. Or I can't believe that my husband beat... Like, you know what I mean? Like, they played it off. Yeah. So, like, in reality... 
Like, the only thing that's, like, blackmail is the idea that they have the tapes. You know what I mean? But that's what I mean, like, as long as nothing was ever released, you can't get charged for that. Yeah. You can't get charged for that. You can't get charged for for the sex thing. So the only thing that you can get charged for is the, uh, is the embezzlement. That's it. Uh, while you're not wrong, I think I think they might they they might be trying like bully tactics to get him to admit to these things. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and that's what even his lawyer said that like the U.S. government is overplaying their hand. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like they're trying as hard as they can because they don't agree with it. it, it, it and the thing is this: Did we're not once. saying he <laughs> got away with it. Did it twice. Gonna get away with it again. We're not saying it's right what he did but obviously like what what i think the government is trying to do is i think that there there are no laws in place for some of these things yeah and i think that they're i think they're trying to get every gray area they can yeah to make it so that they can make all of the charges stick because if it because it's wrong, mm-hmm. and I think after this case there will be new laws put in place. I do. I think we're going to see a lot of legislature change. But the thing is, though, like we have freedom of speech, freedom of religion. You know what I mean? Like, so they're going to have to change. The only thing that they can do is change. Um, I think they're not going to touch religion, but I think they will change the way that that businesses can act. You know what I mean? Yeah. In what way? Like, you can only give each other envelopes now. That's it. That's it. You can't do handshakes. You can't speak to each other. You just have to add everything over to each other in envelopes. I just don't... Well, I don't know. But I think what they're going to do is they're going to have to figure out a way... Because, to me, this passed from business to religion. So they're going to have to find a way. The only way that they could make laws to change things is through business etiquette, I think. Because it's not a religion. It's a business. Like, I think that they could do, like, more ways to maybe, like, cut out pyramid schemes. I think that uh, they might do more, like, penalizing. My thing, though, is this. And I think I said this last week. Once you are caught with a pyramid scheme and you don't do jail time, once you start a new business that is multi-level organized, why are you not being looked into more carefully? You've already yeah. run one pyramid scheme. Yeah. Maybe this is something that'll push it over the edge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like cuz I feel like that happens a lot. You know what I mean? There has to be a scandal in order to make those new laws. Yeah. The bar doesn't say no boogie boarding next to the bar without someone doing something stupid like boogie boarding at the bar. There's a reason why there's a sign, you know. That was a How I Met Your Mother dig, if you know, deep cut, if anyone had got that. Sorry, Joe. Kevin and I have not. Deep cut. It's a lot about control is a thing, because it's like, if you take out the sex and then the pyramid scheme, what would the government be able to do about this? Not really, but he would still have control over this huge group of people. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's, well, that's the reason why there's tons of groups out there that are that like was, this. Yeah. They're just smaller. I'll say, and there's really 
not a government-wise, there's not really a good way with laws to try to pin it down because it's, you know, how can you prove someone has control over all these people after saying, no, I'm doing this with my own free will. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're going to pull up experts that say that, like, brainwashing is not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're going to pull up experts that say that these people were in fragile states. Yeah. And they were. Yeah. And then they're going to, you know, they're going to pull the whole... I mean, the lawyer was pretty straightforward. We're going to pull the sexism card. Hey, that Just because they're women means that they can't control themselves? Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't think for themselves? You know. Brittany, can you think for yourself? You know, no, but my mind can. So I got that going for me. Okay. Oh, okay. That's good. That's I, say, good. I don't know what you guys got in your heads. I think it's probably, you know... Uh, I'm a man, so I'm amazing. So I know what I muscle milk's in there. I got muscle you. Muscle milk. <laughs> muscle milk. Gosh, I hate muscle milk. Axe muscle, spray. Mux, mux. Listen, just because I'm black doesn't mean I use Axe. <laughs> but you do use Axe. No, I don't. Old no, Spice? Yeah, you're definitely no. Old Spice. No. I like Oh, old yeah, spice. that's right. You hate Old Spice. Yeah, old Spice, really? is, old spi- like old old spice is called Old Spice because it's for old people. Do you know why I can't use Old Spice? Because it caused chemical burns under my armpits. Oh. They they came out and said like tons of people were like, oh yeah, the red the red Old Spice deodorant, the liquid kind, yeah, it's causing giant burn marks and red spots underneath people's arms. See, like like it's burning their skin. Well, yeah, like I'm allergic to gel deodorant, so I'm gonna use Old Spice. Yeah, he uses that natural stuff that actually doesn't work. No, I don't. I you use know. Gregory Dawson to Joe. Joe doesn't know what he's talking about. Use like Look, bowls of fruit. I really don't care. Yeah. I really don't care what hair product you use or body deodorant product <laughs> anybody uses. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, no one really cares. No. All right, so who wants to talk about Allison Mack? You guys want to talk about Allison Mack? Yeah. There is nothing about Allison Mack. Nothing. No one knows anything. She was in Smallville, which was a TV series. Was it even good though? I liked Smallville. I don't know. I my mom liked Smallville. I didn't like Smallville. I feel old. <laughs> I, I, no, I liked Smallville. I thought Don't Smallville worry, was Joe. good. My mom likes Smallville, not my grandma. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, I'm in my twenties. I'm younger than wait. I'm younger than you, Brittany. I don't even want to hear it. That is true. Do you know the people in the Bubble Butts podcast are in their thirties? Yeah, I believe it. Wait, no one. I think Jordan is younger. He's in his early twenties. Mid twenties. You need to listen to that. Hmm. Thing is, uh, Allison Mack. She went from Smallville, and then afterwards, she didn't really know what she was gonna do, and that's when she got so really she a pretty much. I mean, that's when she really got into the with uh, Keith, and she moved to be closer to the cult. Yeah, and then as well, it's like for like three years, she was going on about this Barbara Bushy businesswoman person businesswoman person who she really wanted to be like because it was like yeah. strong blah 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 yeah and a lot of her and Keith were like in it man yeah which I did not know this hmm. did you know she was a lesbian or that she's a lesbian who's a lesbian uh um Allison Mack oh this is news to me I it's believe she's me. married to a woman huh. which I had no idea like not that that does that that's a big deal no. I just it was just kind of... Supr- I mean, I guess it shouldn't be surprising if you're I, branding women. Like, I maybe mean, that's what you're into sexually. I don't know. <laughs> it could be pretty hot. That's great. You're... Listen. 
10, yep. 10 out of 10 on wordplay. F- like, 2 out of 10 yep. on delivery. This is, yep, her name is Nikki That's Klein, funny. and she is married to her. She's a Canadian actress. She looks like a lesbian. Yeah, totally. Yeah. She's well, yeah, a she lesbian. does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, it's the haircut. That's interesting. I think it's surprising because she's in with this, like, you I'm know, putting two and two him. together now. What? I'm putting two and two together now. What do you mean? The haircut. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Alice and Max haircut? Haircut. My ha- He's saying oh. my haircut is similar to uh, the Canadian actress, whose name I already forgot. Nikki... Nikki? Klein. Okay. I was going to go with Tina. She is also an actress. Battlestar Galactica. Oh my gosh. Saved. Nerd. By the bell? Nope. Just saved. Just saved? Totally awesome. God killer. What? Yeah. yeah. What are these things? Ill-fated, awful movies. That's what they are. Now, now, I will say, um, Sarah Edmondson was in Scary Movie 4, I think. Or Scary Movie 3. One of the two. I've seen both of those. She's in it. Alright, well, I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch these things. I mean, I'm not saying she was like a pro or anything in it. No, I mean... So, opinions on Allison Mack? Joseph Lord? She's kind of hot. (laughs) We used to have a crush on her. Does that count as anything? Well, it doesn't count negatively towards anything, but probably not... Substantial towards. I mean, I don't know what she looks like now, but I know back then she was attractive. I mean, you know, but I was. I I don't think she ages, so. I don't know. I I don't think I've ever seen a picture of her. I just showed you a picture of her. You showed us of Tina. Well, that well, was not well, her it was name. Both. It was Nancy. Nikki. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brittany. It's okay. I didn't remember either. I was just letting you take the heat, guys. <laughs> Oh, wow. I didn't know this. She was in Wilfred. Who is that? That is Allison Mack. Joe, you have problems. And we don't what? think we can solve them. Yeah. You're not, you've got, you're not into blondes. You've got 99 problems, and your taste in women is definitely one. I have a wife who is beautiful. Thank you very much. Okay, let me rephrase that. You have, you have, uh, you have no taste in celebrity women. That's fair. You like Emma Watson. Yeah. Emma Watson. Uh, Emma Watson looks good. Gosh, gosh, is it hot in here? I don't like her face. I don't like your face. I don't like her bone structure. She is such a, like, big jawline. Joe, okay, here, let, 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 this is entirely off. A giant jawline. Tevin is currently looking up Audrey Plaza. Yes. Who looks good. Yes, I I know. I think Audrey Plaza's nice. She's, uh, oh, she's, she's, uh, she's the... in the new uh, Netflix movie, The Little Hours. She's also in Legion. She's also in. She's Scott also in the world. She is Ingrid Scott Pogo vs. the World. She's, yep. uh, Ingrid Goes West. I mean, you watch that movie and yeah. it's freaking crazy. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. She's the bland chick mm. in uh, Parks and Rec. Yes, yes she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh dang, guys, come on, I don't watch Parks and Rec. I've I have i have seen the first episode of Parks and Rec. Oh my god. She does it. God, it's hot in here. We need to open a window. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Be careful. Joe and Kim probably. <laughs> I don't want to talk about okay. this. Okay, and hey. let's keep going. 
Anyway, so I think we're done with the Nexium cult. And here's the thing, what's funny, and this is what I'm starting to realize. Did we do a commentary on someone else's podcast, basically? Because I feel like... Yes. But I did. I don't think that that's what you should take from this. I want people to hear this and want to like. They either know about the Nexium Cult or they wanted to learn a little bit more, and this will like get them to learn more. And they like enjoyed learning about something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just want it to be fun and conversational. And now you go and be like, "Hey, so did you know that the Nexium Cult also started a sex cult called DOS, and their name means nothing because it's no, a wait, bunch I of actually, it's a I, load of crap." I looked it up actually. And. It's a DOS. It's like a Dominus service. I went away from the page. Thanks a lot, Joe. Uh, Dominus service, or some people theorize it's dominant over submissive, but it's basically, you know, you know, what was the freaking stupid phrase? But it's loosey goosey Latin for uh, lord or master over the obedient servant. That yeah. makes sense. Which, which is, makes sense. Which they called themselves the master and the slave. Yeah, which. Heavy, heavy, you know, BDSM word, you know, terminology usage. Yeah, I'm sure if she would have stayed in it, all them women are like dressing up in leather with like zippers over their mouths. Gimp suits. I'm not big over the zipper over the mouth. Nope, I'm not. Nope. Anyways. Mm -hmm. You have to communicate with blanks. So. I cannot do Morse code. Blink once for yes, twice for no. Do you like this? No? Too bad. Heavy right. ties with BDSM. That was... It's gotta be. Was that funny audio? No, no. it was not. Did it come <laughs> off as funny audio? Wait. The way I said it was. Wait, ask the question again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Blink twice for yes? No, was it no. funny audio? Was it funny audio? <laughs> Double yes. No. <laughs> Double yes. I love That's that. a Futurama deep cut for you all. Is it? Brax Zanigan. <laughs> oh, I love Brax Zanigan. He's right. So that was Nexium, a cult. I'm not familiar. I'm vaguely familiar with cults. I did not research heavily. I actually love cults. I love the idea of I don't want to go on cults. record saying I'm in love with cults. I love the idea of cults, just like I love flat earthers. I mean, I, I, I love, I yeah, there love were, flat earthers. There were earthers. a couple people in my work that were uh, flat earthers. Oh, did you fire my. them? Because you should. They got fired because they were incompetent. Huh, that makes sense. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait, the best part. They didn't believe in gravity. Oh, no. Now, wait, 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 wait. If you're a flat earther, Kevin, you... come back. If you're a flat earther, you can't believe in Kevin, the... Kevin, come back. You can't believe in the idea of gravity. Because gravity is what makes you the can't, earth round. You can't believe so, in gravity the way that we believe in gravity. So it you is believe consistent. in gravity, it's just... Not like we think it is. White people are so dumb. They were white. No, wait, they were black. Sorry, Tevin. Black people are so dumb. (laughs) People are so dumb. People are so dumb. I'll say, the cult's a scary thing, though, because it was like, you know, female empowerment, and it's like, definitely like got out of hand and turned into them being on like 900 calorie diets, which is why, you know, if someone's like, hey, diet with us, you're like, Nice try, cultist. Oh my gosh, that's great. That's fine. I'm going to start saying that. Yep. Well, guys, another one down in the books. 43 minutes. 
About to be 44. Another one bites the dust. Do you, another one bites the dust. Why do, do, do you do, do, comment do, do. on this at the end of every episode? What, why? the length of the time? Yes, why? Like, Because th- it's a long episode, and I like to talk about the time and think about it. And I like it's, to... it's unnecessary audio. We're just all like, just unnecessary like, audio. Just like this is unnecessary audio right now, me talking about you talking say, about the time. I was going to say, I just like... I, I think people enjoy listening to us speak. But they know how long the episode is. Like, you know, like when like they play it, like it's like, oh, it's well, like I'm not 43 just minutes to them, I'm talking to you. I'm going to listen to this later. I'll know how long it is. That's fair. That's fair. I was trying to see if I had any more fun facts. Ah! <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Guys, we're going to post the timeline of the Nexium cult on our Facebook and Instagram. We're going to post pictures of Sarah, um, Allison Mack, and uh, Keith Rainier, and maybe Sarah Salzman, who apparently, or what was her first name? Nancy. Nancy. Nancy Salzman, who apparently no one really cares about because I've not heard one thing about her. I don't even think she's uh, being charged. I'm kind of no, confused she on where was, she went. She was arrested in 2018 along with her daughter oh, okay. and the old bookkeeper, Kathy Russell. I was going to say, I heard about Lauren Salzman getting arrested. I didn't hear anything mm. about Nancy Salzman. So that's mm. good. No one's focusing on them. Do you notice that? Everyone's focusing on Allison and Keith. Allison's a celebrity. Keith is grungy looking. Keith is very grungy. Do you know who he reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Unabomber. Oh, yeah. 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 Or, uh, yeah, like, like the way that he looks, kind of. Yeah. Maybe just a little. Um, next week, ghosts. Are they real? Are you one? Let's find out. Week after, flat earthers. Oh, no. You in? Uh, yeah. You in? Oh, of course. All right. Well, there's another one in the books. It's 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, of course, of course, I am AP, Asian Persuasion, uh, a.k.a. Joe Lillard, and with me is always my sidekick. Triple B, Tevin Napier. All right, uh, this is uh, Batman, Robin, and Alfred. Uh, thank you, Brittany Honecker, for being here this week. I do clean up a lot. Yes, you do. You No, 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 no. See, you're my Robin. He's oh, my Alfred. He's Alfred. Yep. Why can't I cannot why? do a cartwheel? I can't be Robin. Fair enough. See you guys. Bye.